Everybody, happy new year! Welcome to episode 14 of No Data Available. Episode 14 at the beginning of 2014. See, we, we planned it that way. Absolutely. We won't get to episode 15 until 2015. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm Jen, and of course, Tash is here as well. Hi. Yes, and we're the only two here today, so. I know. I've, it feels a little you. empty without without our three other friends that we had the last yes, episode. Yes, our three only other friends that we, we have. We only have three friends. Um, mm. And they're also our only listeners. So, hi guys. No. <laughs> hi everyone. <laughs> uh, Tash, how has your new year been so far? So far it's been pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's, I feel very weird saying this because I'm sure that the majority of our viewers are on the opposite hemisphere to me. So it's been exceptionally hot where I am with temperatures of over 40 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that which, means. Yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> hot. Uh, and Even your it's Celsius. Pretty, it's pretty much hot enough to crack and then cook an egg on the sidewalk. So that's yeah, how hot I it's been. I think you, you, converted that for me the other day and it was something like 120 degrees Fahrenheit or something yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, about 120 degrees. So yeah, that sounds awful. Oh, it's very weird for me when I turn on the television and, you know, in, in the US everybody's freezing to death and yeah. Niagara Falls is frozen and I'm like, wow, that's not happening here. Yeah, no, stuff is like below 20 in some places. It is just yeah. crazy. I, here, though, I don't want any part of that. That's, no. You guys can have that. Uh, but although but they can have I that, say, it is like fifty yeah, degrees well, here in Seattle. It's weird weather. Well, it's warm. The thing is, it's from my perspective. I think it's easier to put clothes on than it is to take clothes off because yep. there's no limit to how many clothes you could potentially put on yourself. <laughs> um, but there is a limit to how many you can take off, especially as a female, if you want to still be in acceptable decorum of what you're wearing. <laughs> That's why I'm doing this podcast naked again. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Oh. It's, so it's just Tash. Wait, hang yeah, on. Just... Take everything off. Just, hold on. It's just me in the need today. <laughs> Excellent. Let me just get my drink. Tash is our naked editor in chief. Yep. Editor in no briefs. <laughs> no brief chief. Oh wow, that downward spiraled really quickly. <laughs> that that's what you expected. No da- no data available though. It's fine. Yeah. Since it's our you know first episode of the year, we thought. Uh, it would be good to talk about games that are coming out and the ones that we're looking forward to. Yes, because soon. 2014 looks like it's going to be a good year. And it's a, it's going to be an exciting year because we've got two new consoles to play with. Yeah. And, you know, mm. 2014 seemed so far away when there were some game announcements for games coming out in 2014. And now it's so close. It's so close. It's like yes. Dragon Age and The Witcher 3, like, it, they're all so close. Yeah, I mean they're still not now. close enough. But <laughs> no, but they they're closer than what they were last year. Mm. The Elder Scrolls Online is coming out. Oh, I've never heard of that one. What's that about? Really? I haven't talked to that about that with you. No, I've at ne- all? I don't know what the Elder Scrolls Online okay. is. I well, must I may have a couple of opinions thing. about it. <laughs> or feelings. It's no big deal. Yeah. Anyway. That actually, you know, we probably won't get to uh, episode 20 podcast because you'll be too busy playing with the Elder Scrolls Online. 
Yes. And Sorry. I won't even do that yet in 20 minutes of your I'm time. I'm so fired. <laughs> Jen, do you want to do a podcast? No, I'm busy doing what? Um, <laughs> what do you stuff. Think? What do you think I'm busy with? Um, <laughs> yes, MMOs. But um, <laughs> in the meantime, you... Well, you're downloading it now because I've decided that you need to play it with me. Um, Secret World. Yes. Yes, I am. It is a very nice holdover until the next great MMO comes out, assuming that it will be great. I hope it will. Um, But but I am really, really enjoying The Secret World. It's one of the games that I have started to... Like, I, I mean, I was waiting for it for a while and then when it came out I just didn't really feel like doing it and I didn't really want to have another subscription because I had Warcraft and so it was just like over the last couple of years I kept kind of seeing it pop up and go oh yeah maybe I should try that and then I just never tried it until (laughs) until just a couple of weeks ago and it's pretty great it's pretty great I hope you like it because we're going to play a little bit I'll have to figure out what faction I want to be hmm yes um, well, I am a Templar because what they color are they? evil. They're red. Okay. I mean, well, there's there's no real there's no real colors. Oh, I thought there were three colors: red, blue, and green. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, you can wear whatever you want. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like a. Yes. It's not like Saints Row. <laughs> no, no, it's not your gang colors that you have to wear all the time. That's okay then. I don't. I don't know if. Um, oh, red looks quite nice on me. So that that would be okay. Yeah. yeah. These Plus are the I, that I don't think that we about. can. Like I don't think we can. Like, quest together if we're not on the same faction. So. Oh. All right. So I just defaulted to be a Templar. <laughs> you but know what? You, you don't. Have it. You don't want to be a Templar in the game that I just finished because they're the baddies. Right. However, in this game, they seem to be the, like the only good people. Like the Illuminati, it's all about like corporate power and greed and drugs and underhanded stuff and power, you know. And uh, the dragons. Well, the dragons aren't bad. They're just chaotic. They like to do uh, whatever chaos theory, and they they believe that like you need you need to mess some stuff up in order for like balance to happen. I don't know. It's weird. Um, See, the Illuminati as a group have never really, like, if you have a look across all of the games that they've been involved in, uh, a group called the Illuminati, they've never been good. I mean, they were not good in Tomb Raider. They were not good even in TV shows like Net. Sandra Bullock had a lot of problems with them. (laughs) Wow. A Net reference. Welcome back to 1997. Not even the the movie, but the television show that starred. The television show? Yeah. It starred that chick from Melrose Place, Brooke Langton. I loved it. They only ever had one season. That you don't great. say. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> and it had you know who you know who voiced the sorcerer in that? Tim Curry. Tim, I'll do anything for a paycheck, Curry. <laughs> and all you heard from him was his voice, so it worked perfectly because he has a very interesting voice. He does. I loved him. But anyway, but anyway. up on the net television show. <laughs> Just a whole tangent off of the net television show yep. that existed once. Wow. And out of our four readers. starting off great. Yeah. yeah. Out of our four readers slash listeners, I'm sure at least one of them knows about the net television show. 
<laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Which is me, because I'll yeah, be listening to this you. podcast. Just you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but yes, I mean, you've been playing The Secret World. I just finished off Assassin's Creed 4 Black oh, Flag. yeah, you loved that, which, didn't you? Well, I, I feel like it probably should is would be better called Assassin's Creed 4 Big Pile of Duty, <laughs> because it's pretty much what I found it to be. Watching you rage about it over Twitter, it's just been kind of magnificent. <laughs> it's just, it's one of those games which it was a struggle to play through. And it got to the stage about halfway in where I was doing everything. Like I was trying to get every single fragment and open up every single chest and collect every single, um, you know, shanty that I could find. And it got to the stage about halfway through was like, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to go see this through storyline to the end. And then I'm never going to touch this game. And I finished it. It was a horrible ending. It was stupid. They crammed all this stuff right at the end and I didn't like it at all. Tell us how you really feel, Tosh. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but suffice to say, uh, it was duty. Well, there you have it. That's not the official save game. uh, No. Thank you. Assassin's Creed 4 is very lucky that I didn't do the review, because if I were to do the review, it probably would have got like 4 out of 10. Hmm. Well... Yeah, I'm hearing good things, I'm hearing not-so-good things. Most of the not-so-good things I'm hearing from you, so I'm going to take your word for it. I wasn't going to get it anyway. Probably not going to play well, it. But... I mean, get it if it's cheap, but... I I mean, eh. after having this, it will probably be the last Assassin's Creed game that I get at launch. Mm-hmm. Um, it will likely now be a, a game that I might play if I don't have anything else to play and if it's cheap. Mm. So it's, it's become that series for me. I have started my new year kind of on a um, not ready for anything big or heavy yet. We started uh, playing The Last of Us. Um, oh. Matt and I started just playing it together. We're probably like half an hour in, whatever, and it's just... It seems like it's a great game and I'm loving everything about it so far, except I had just come off of something else and I can't remember what. Oh, I just I just spent like way too much time playing Saints Row 4. Yeah, and so it was slightly like, different game to The Last of Us, just just a little. Well, bit. yeah, 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 but it was still like now. Okay, let's learn how to do all of this, and let's learn how to choke this person out, or use this stealth, or use, and like there was a, so much to learn. And that time period, mm-hmm. I was like, I need to, I don't want to do this right now. <laughs> like, yeah, so you you shelved The Last of Us. Until I have shelved it until I'm ready. Um, And in the meantime, I've been playing, like, a lot of smaller games, shorter games, um, like Drift Moon, which I played and did our little review, uh, which got a 9 out of 10. Yeah, anybody has seen it, it's a very good game. Yes, Um, check it out on our uh, YouTube tab. Yeah, and uh, and I also played The Cave from Double Fine. Oh, what's that like? It's really good. (laughs) <laughs> it's so much fun and it's really it's got like a like a kind of twisted sense of humor like you would come to expect from from Double Fine um, okay. and it's just it's really pretty and the sounds are good and I just I just love it and it's a lot of puzzle solving and it was it was very good and I have to go back and do some of the other things in it because there's like I don't know there's like six or seven characters that you can use three at a time so I played through 
with like three people and then I couldn't go back later but I'm not ready to go back but um yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready to go back not yet so yeah I've just kind of been putzing around in the secret world um, which I will be doing soon too no I'm very excited I hope you love it <laughs> I'm a little bit worried because you got me under Warcraft and you know that's that's a no this is different this is a time this is a different drug <laughs> yes, and a free one, so I'm quite happy with that. 2014 games are coming out that we're excited about. We're probably going to have a similar list. Well, but you well, start off. Okay. Well, what's your most What's your most anticipated game that is coming out in 2014? Well, most anticipated. Mm. Mm. You got to pick one. Got to pick one out of your children. One, I guess, The Witcher Three. Oh, I picked mine. Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the final the final installment in The Witcher, at least in Geralt's story. They haven't confirmed if they will uh, continue in the actual Witcher universe, but they have confirmed that this is the sort of finale for Geralt. Wouldn't it be kind of weird to continue it in The Witcher universe since he is The Witcher? Like he's true, but you know, the, like the all of the books exist. and everything surround him. <laughs> but I, I mean, I would play a Triss-centered game. I would too if they ever deigned to make it. You know, I think kind of out of all the out of all the uh, video game developers, probably CD Projekt would be most likely to take a strong female lead like Triss and make a game out of her. Yeah, I don't even remember what I did in Witcher Two. Like, I may need to go back, but I don't. But I don't even know like if anything's going to carry over. Like, if your save is actually going to carry over into the oh, next. Oh, it does. It does. But what I'm saying is like I I played it on my xbox 360 mm. but so, i think they're trying to make it so that regardless of the platform you played it on it will carry over and don't know to, how they're gonna to do that platform well i don't know it might be a case of you tick you know like there's a little checkbox thing and you tick what you did and then it takes that i would be happy with that and, yeah yeah in fact i think they're doing the exact same thing for like dragon age inquisition yes because i i don't I don't know if they've said anything else about this, but I think there was probably going to be some issue, like importing actual saves. Yeah, <laughs> well, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, that's a lot of boxes to tick, so to speak. Yeah. So, I so Dragon Age Keep. There, I guess they're just going to have it, and you know, you can download it, and you can pick everything that happened. Um, I hope it goes really in depth. Though, so it's not okay. just like, yeah. Here are the big decisions, on this you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I hope it's it's finely tailored like that. I think that would be much easier. I mean, it's got to be something for them that they're just like, oh god, this is going to be much easier, <laughs> you know. I would and not I like to be. Them. I wouldn't like to be the person who's responsible for figuring out how the save files actually like get imported yeah. into that Dragon Age Inquisition. I would not like to have that job. Mm. No, because it's—I mean—the amount of fans who are just sort of waiting to hear news about that whole thing. There's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so you know one of the things that I'm really hoping for Dragon Age Inquisition that they undobify the elves. Oh God! Oh God! Please, I can't. They're just so ugly. <laughs> they are. They're just and so I don't, ugly. Such a it's such a big disconnect from Dragon Age Origins to Dragon Age 2. Like, what 
happened in between the first and the second game to those poor elves because they certainly didn't mm. look like that in Dragon Age Origins. I had quite a few design issues with Dragon Age 2 um, mm. as far as poor the, the look of yeah. many things. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've been having a look at the screenshots that they are releasing. I but have not. Act- well, it, the new design now reminds me very much of, surprisingly, The Witcher. Yes. Yes, I, I did very kind scenic. of make that. Yeah. yeah, very atmospheric. You know, you look at screenshots and even just a, a, a picture of Geralt looking over a town or something, It's it's got that atmosphere to it. But I'm still, those are my, probably my top two that I'm look, most looking forward to in 2014. Although there are a couple of others um, that what I'm looking are they? forward to. Well, I would like to see what happens with Watch Dogs. Um, you know, Ubisoft's oh, yeah. IP. <laughs> I keep forgetting about it. Yeah, because it keeps getting pushed back and, you know, but still they're very much don't forget about Watch Dogs. Look at this cool stuff you can do. Um, and Ubisoft seems to have, from my perspective, this fatal flaw in that they make a world really, really cool. You can do all these cool things. But actually being in that world or being that character falls flat because it's not an enjoyable experience. I'm interested to see what they do with Watch Dogs, because mm-hmm. it does look like you can do all this cool stuff, but are you going to bond with your character? Probably not. Are you going to uh, think that the world is immersive and enjoyable to be in? Probably not. I'd like to see what they do with it. I feel very picky about my open-worldy type games now that I... I don't know, if I'm just getting older, I don't feel like I have the time to... Like, even Skyrim, I you know, I pick it up once every few months and then play it, you know, days and days and days. And then when I get frustrated with it, I put it away, and then I'll... Like, the, the great thing about that is there's always stuff to do when I go back to it. Uh, but yeah, like, if it's not a world that I'm already kind of in love with, or something that really grabs me or something, it's kind of like, I don't need that, like, I don't need the whole open world thing for, like, watchdogs, or I'm not that crazy into anymore, except, I guess, you know, Witcher 3 is going to be open world, but I'm already in love with that world, so Mm. I'm happy to explore, and, you know, and I'm going to feel the same way about, oh god, The Elder Scrolls Online, that's just going to be massive. Massive, because you're going to go everywhere. Like, I can't even think about it without swooning. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to the Elder Scrolls. I would say that those are my three. Oh, really? Uh, Witcher, Witcher, Dragon Age, Age, and Elder Scrolls. But there's, like, one or two smaller games that I'm... Well, smaller. Um, uh, Double Fines. uh, Speaking of Double Fine, a few minutes ago, um, they have uh, Broken Age coming out pretty soon, mm. I think. I, I don't remember the actual release date. Um, but yeah, that's the one that they did the Kickstarter for and got a massive yeah. amount of funding. Uh, so I guess that's finally happening, and, and I'm excited to see it, because I did back it at the time. <laughs> so, no. so, you know, I feel like I'm part of the process. Yep. <laughs> You're a supporter. I'm invested in in this game now. But yeah, it looks really cute. Um, In the, you know, the trailer looks great. It looks, I don't know, it just looks so very stylized and and lovely. And that's going to be one that I'm going to really enjoy, I think. 
And I feel like there's another one that you've forgotten that I think you'll get into as well. What's that? The Sims 4. Oh, I don't know if I can tread down that road, but I'm going to. <laughs> like, I'm going to play that. Well, I mean, and you I have just to heard that it, come out uh, of my mouth, even though I, I was saying to myself, like, don't play that. You don't have time for that. And what my mouth said was, I'm going to play that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to revisit the save game office. I know. Mm. I have to make that. I like have to make them anew in Sims 4. And <laughs> yep. And watch all their little adventures. Yeah, I I gave up on Sims because I used to play it religiously, and I mean, you know, you I'd start a Sims game at six o'clock at night time, and then it would be four a.m. and I would still be playing it. Yeah, see, that's the rub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the rub for me was it got to the point where my Sim had a better life than I did. Yes. And I was more interested in oh making sure that my Sim was successful, that they were getting showered, that they were in a <laughs> successful relationship. There, and I was sitting here, like, unshowered, in my tracksuit pants, eating pizza from the actual carton. You don't... And, I mean, you just described everybody that's ever played The Sims. Like, <laughs> just and like, then I had that, mo had that moment, like, oh, my God, what am I doing? I just... I have to step away from this. And I have purposely not gone back to it because I know it's a spiral that I'll get back into and I'll be that, that girl. There are... I mean, there are a couple of... There are two very big releases in 2014 that are getting a lot of press mm -hmm. uh, that people are talking about. And they're, of course, um, Destiny. Oh, yes. Destiny and Titanfall. I will probably not play either of those, but I think they both look awesome. Mm. Now, does that make sense at all? It doesn't. But <laughs> no, it does. I think you can have an appreciation for something, but no, it's not for you. But I don't know. I'm kind of... I'm, I feel like I'm kind of off, like shootery type things right now. Yeah, I would agree. Which is probably why I, I won't play Destiny, but... Well... You know, I'm, I, I don't know. I might. If I hear it's really amazing, especially if Joe plays it and he's like, come on. <laughs> I need somebody to talk to <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm at a stage now where I think I play games for the story. And when I think, is Titanfall going to have a story? It might. Well, it might not have so a great much. story. It could have a great story, and if I found out that it had a fantastic story, then it, I might be inclined to play it. But uh, everything I've heard so far has been very focused on the mech combat and what that's going to be like, and I can safely say that mech combat doesn't put any wind up my skirts. I love that phrase. <laughs> you just... I, I felt like I needed to put it in there at least once. <laughs> Yeah, I think 2014 for me is going to be, like, I have my three or four games that I'm really looking forward to that are probably day one purchases, and that's Witcher yep. and Dragon Age Inquisition um, and The Elder Scrolls Online. Um, yep. And let's be honest, I'm probably going to play some Sims 4, but that's probably not going to be, like, a day one thing. I'm going to be busy with all these other games, but... But for the majority of 2014, I feel like I want to look into more of the artistic games and, like, the smaller indie games. And, yeah. you know, I just, I feel like that's where my interest is right now. For you, 2013 is the year of the Dirty Weekender video games as opposed yes. to the year of the long-term relationship video games. Yeah. Yeah, I'm rebelling. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm totally rebelling. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sow my wild oats, okay? <laughs> I, can't, I can't be just beholden to one video game. Look, I'll never be the same again now that Mass Effect is over. You know, like that relationship ended and I haven't really found <laughs> another one. <laughs> the rebound games. Yeah, so 2014 is just rebound games all around. <laughs> Year of the rebound. Oh my god. Rebound games, guys. You heard it here. <laughs> rebound games. That's, that's our new, our new uh, what we call it. Yeah. Stick you. It's a yeah. rebound game. And you know, and I feel like The Last of Us wanted to get too serious too soon. And I just kind of had to put the brakes on and be like, dude, it's like, I like you. I like you a lot. But we need to, like, I need a little space. There are, I, I will say there are still a couple more games that we haven't talked about that I okay. want to talk about quickly. Do it. Um, you have got, uh, now I can't even remember the name of it, The Order one coming out on PlayStation 4. What's it called? Oh, yeah. The Order 1886. 1886, yeah. Yeah. I'm interested about that. I'm interested, too. I don't feel like I've heard a whole lot about it, but that no, made me interested in it. Yeah, it had that release trailer back in uh, E3, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't really heard anything more about it. But, you know, from what from that trailer, it looked quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would keep that on my watch list. Mm-hmm. It's, it's on my radar, now that you've mm. mentioned it again. Same with mm. Watch Dogs. It's like, yeah, it's on my radar, because Dash mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> there's, uh, there's Wasteland 2. I know absolutely nothing about that. Oh. Well, it's a very big... I mean, it's probably on your indie scene. Uh, I think it was funded through one of those programs, mm. Kickstarter or something rather. But it's, you know, the spiritual success to Wasteland, obviously. Um, and very... It has a very, very core following of people that are pretty much the way that we are with Mass Effect. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's full on. It's full on. So there's... And I, and I expect that even although it's it's not going to get the hype of Destiny or of Titanfall or of whatever. Um, there will still be a very large player base playing that at a very vocal player base too. Hmm. There's uh, Infamous Second Sons coming out. That is here in Seattle. And that, I think, would be the only reason I would play that game. <laughs> really? Based in Seattle? Oh, it just look, didn't. I think my house is over there. It just didn't grab me. How about Dying Light? The problem is, and this is what I get a little bit frustrated with video games, because they like to reuse concepts, Uh and they seem to like to reuse the same concept and use similar names. So we've got Dying Light that's coming out, which is first-person survival horror. Yeah, which I confused with what? With Daylight. Yeah. Which is also survival horror. So, I mean, it's hard enough remembering the differences in what is essentially a survival horror game. But then if you're going to call your survival horror game something so similar to another survival horror game, what people are going to get confused. It's probably about time for us to wrap it up on that note, unless you yeah, have... On undead note. On that no. undead note, um, we will be back uh, soonish, I would imagine, with uh, episode 15. So thanks everybody for listening, and happy gaming. Happy gaming.